You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. Level two, this is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency. The the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. Um, we're going to be back into the All-Star Game stuff and the Derby and all that. You know, it's done. Whatever. It's done. All right? But we're talking NBA right now. I'm all fired up. And uh, the conversation's going on in our chat as well. And I'll tell you what. I think the series is taking a turn. And I think one thing is people criticize Budenholzer as much as they do. And I am Gabriel Morenci, Sirius XM Channel 204, Sports Good Radio Networks. But if you look, they've done a good job identifying the weaknesses. And I got to be honest, I underestimated um, Sarich's um, loss. I really did. I was like, ah, they'll be fine. People, oh, you know, Sarich, Sarich, Sarich. I was like, ah, they'll be fine. And the thing is, Tory Craig is their only other big body, and he's hurt now. And he's hurt. So, and we saw, dude, Giannis is killing them in the paint. Like, they, John Drayden's good. You know, John Drayden will give you some rebounds, and he'll score for you, but he can't stop Giannis. Like, we're seeing this. Like, he's getting murdered type thing. And it's funny because people, oh, look at, look at the box and the pick of the hour. What about Milwaukee? What about Milwaukee owning these guys in the paint right now? Giannis has scored more points in the paint than anyone in NBA history type of thing in the finals. Like, he's killing them. And they can't sign anybody. Phoenix are small. Like, Phoenix are a small team. And you look at the Bucks guys, they've got some big dudes on that team. Giannis is a big dude. Lopez is a big dude. They've got big Tong Law guys and stuff. And... Even Connington's a big dude. And look now, they're, they're killing him on the glass. They're getting the layups. They're getting the putbacks. The second chances. Phoenix have to go small. Like, they don't have a choice now. They're going small. And Milwaukee has identified this. And my, Milwaukee has realized, just keep on pounding it in the paint. Pound it in the paint. Take it to the rack. Take it to the rack. Take it to the rack. And it's working. I'm telling you, look, if this is a fight and there's been three rounds, yeah, Phoenix won the first two. Milwaukee came back, guys. Dude, Milwaukee were in those games. They had the wheels fell off once when in game one when it was uh, was 72-68 or whatever. It was close. And boom, Phoenix went on a big run. And then even then, Milwaukee came back. In game two, Milwaukee lingered. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we're only down seven with three minutes. You know what I mean? Phoenix got, like, knocked out the other night. Like, you want to talk about, like, they got knocked down. Like, a UFC, it's like, yeah, yeah, you didn't get knocked out, but you got knocked down pretty good the other night in the third round there, bro. And now it's round four. It's a seven-round fight. Phoenix are up two rounds to one. But I tell you what, Milwaukee looks like they took Phoenix's best, and now they're, they're coming back. And I don't know if Phoenix can just go wire to wire like this. Everything's been very easy for them. You know what I mean? Everything's been very easy for them. They look at they played the Lakers, no AD. They played the Clippers, no Kawhi Leonard. They played the Nuggets, no Jamal Murray, no Will Barton. Uh, Gary Harris has got you know what I mean. Like the, the Nuggets weren't the same team. They brought in Buddy Aaron Gordon didn't fit properly. 
Let's look at the Suns' run for real, guys. Like, every team they played were missing their best players, besides Jokic, who can't do it alone. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. We're kicking it. Andrew McKinnis is stepping up and in. We'll get Matthias' thoughts on uh, game four as well. Somebody that saw his Clippers battle. And it really is something that people haven't talked about when it comes to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, well, shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. I am Gabriel Moranzi. Kicking it on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. Uh, welcome back to the party level two. So we're just talking about Milwaukee. And I, I just said a couple minutes ago, if you're just joining us, I think Milwaukee are going to win. I think Milwaukee are going to win the series. I think Milwaukee are going to come back, and I think Milwaukee are more capable of winning on the road than um, than Phoenix are. And in fact, I think Milwaukee are going to win tomorrow, and I think Milwaukee can win on the road in Game 5. Milwaukee have shown they can win on the road. right? I think Milwaukee have it in them that they can grind one up. They know they need to do it. They can't just win at home. They won't, the math doesn't add up. The math doesn't add up for Milwaukee. So you've got to win one on the road, and I think they can. Um, man, I'm, I'm fired up for this game tomorrow because we'll see how Phoenix are going to adjust. Now, Phoenix don't have any, any size right now. And, you know, and I'll be the first to admit, man, when Sarich went out, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I, I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. And now I realize, I'm like, wow, they don't have anybody. They don't have any size. DeAndre Ayton is big, but he's just an offensive threat. He'll give you some rebounds and points. He can't stop anybody, right? Giannis is killing them in the paint, killing them. And Milwaukee are doing a good job. And, you know, Phoenix had a clean ride, man. They played against the Lakers. LeBron James had one foot out the door for Space Jam. AD was hurt, couldn't play. You know what I mean? You played against the, the Clippers. They're without Kawhi Leonard. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's pretty good. He went to one surgery today. He's pretty good, right? Yeah, no Kawhi. And the Clippers without Kawhi, like, punch you in the mouth pretty good. And, like, you were bleeding, right? Like, the Clippers drew blood, man. They were, like, punching you in the mouth. It was like a backyard Kimbo slice fight. They were coming hard. Reggie Jackson made just made, like, $24 million a year off your ass, right? Now Milwaukee, people don't give Giannis the credit, dude. Giannis is, he's a badass. Giannis knows he's close to greatness, man. I love this. It's Giannis's greatness. Can he become that Greek god? Or is Chris Paul, man? Chris Paul is going to fall apart. He's going to fall one day short again. Eight dollars short. What's going to happen? Tomorrow is the series. Phoenix wins tomorrow. It's over. Milwaukee wins. Oh, Nelly. What is the winning? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Psst. Hey, it's me, your barista. So you know how you come in almost every day for our cold foam coffee? Yeah, well, I might be putting myself out of a job by telling you this, but now there's an easy way to foam at home with new International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. With three new foaming flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, who could blame you if you stopped coming in altogether? Yeah, it's that foaming delicious. You're welcome. New International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, now in stores. It's foaming delicious. Hey, 
Brian, care to place a wager? Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Abrancy. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bustler, but everybody else in between. We're talking NBA finals uh, right now. A lot of stuff to get to. We got, I want to talk some Olympics as well. Uh, the savings. So uh, the series price right now, the Phoenix Suns are minus 270. The Milwaukee Bucks are plus 200. Exact series betting. So this is something to look at here. If I think the Bucks are going to win in seven, the Bucks are plus 460 to win in seven. Bucks in five is five to one. Bucks in seven is plus 460. Suns in five is plus 280. So that's essentially a parlay of, all right, they win tomorrow and then they win. When are they playing again? In two weeks? When's the next game? 14 days? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, I think they're playing Saturday. I think it's Wednesday and then Saturday, but I don't know. At this point, I don't care. It's like, I, you know what I mean? When, when they play, I'll know. <laughs> like, it's one of those deals. They, that's the thing. They lose momentum, but it was the all-star game tonight. It is what it is. I think, you know, I'm telling you, man. I'm not ready to concede this. I know, and also, I'm not one of these guys. I'm also not one of these guys that, you know, just after one game. But anyone that's been tuning into the show for the run, anyone that's uh, been tuning in, to the show for the run knows. I believed in the Bucks coming into the Eastern Conference. I didn't believe in the Sixers ever. I thought it were good odds before the series, the season started. But the Bucks, I thought, were being undervalued. The pressure was off the Bucks this year, and every they passed every test. You know, they played the same Miami Heat team to beat them in the playoffs last year. They rolled them easily. They played the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, Irving and Harden got hurt. You know, Kevin Durant still one of the best players in the world. And Kevin Durant was going off for 50 points a game. They, they came back. They beat him in seven. You know, Atlanta got to them a little bit early. Oh, look at Atlanta. Look at Atlanta. What happened? Milwaukee lost Giannis and still rolled them. Right? And you look at the Phoenix Suns. And when I say this about the Phoenix Suns, I'm not trying to take anything away from the Phoenix Suns. You beat who you, who you play. You beat your opponents. It's as simple as that. Right? And I don't hold it against teams for beating teams that didn't have players. But at the same point in time, there's also reality in which my point is Phoenix have had a weekend opponent in every series they've played. They played against the Lakers. LeBron wasn't 100%. LeBron was, you know, LeBron was injured for real, real. Plus, LeBron was, you know, we knew, anyways, we knew the Lakers coming in didn't have the same drive this year. They were driven last year. They were in the bubble. LeBron wanted to win. He knew it was the window. Kobe passed. They were driven by Kobe's inspiration. Right? Like, there was a lot of stuff that worked into their favor to Lakers. Plus, the Miami Heat got hurt. Right? So, everything fell into place for them. It's, you know, this year, I didn't buy into Lake. I knew they weren't going to be able to flick the switch. Plus, AD was hurt for real. So, Phoenix got a weakened Laker team. They got a weakened Denver team with no Jamal Murray and no Will Barton. They got a weakened Clipper team with no Kawhi Leonard. So, as I stated, I'm not trying to take anything away from what Phoenix has done. Great job. They play great basketball. They're a great story. But now you're playing against a team that's not weakened. You know what I mean? They're not weakened. And I do believe, and we'll bring Andrew McKinnis in in a second here, I do believe that Phoenix have more talent than Milwaukee do. They're deeper you know what I mean, in a sense. But I personally think that the Bucks have more heart. I think, I'm, you know, that's my opinion, that the, when, it, when it comes down to this, this is a street fight. This is a seven-round fight. And I think when, it, when it's all said and done, Drew Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis will be the three guys standing in the end here. I think Drew Holiday's defensive presence, this kid's as tough as nails. Middleton still has a game in which he's playing good ball, but he has a game in him where he's going to go off offensively. And Giannis is just a machine. Don't forget the Milwaukee Bucks were in the Eastern Conference Finals three years ago. We're up two games to none. The Raptors were very disappointed. You know what I'm saying? They had it when they went into the bubble. Um, you know, it was two years ago. This is the third year in playoffs. You know what I mean? But they went into the bubble. 
there was the murders, the riots in Milwaukee, the protests, Jonas got hurt, and what they weren't in a good spot, right? It fell apart. Giannis smells blood. He's like a shark. He smells blood right now. And Giannis knows we win tomorrow, this thing is tied, and we can do this. It's going to be a hell of a series. Andrew McKinnis joins us. Got a lot of stuff to talk to him, McKinnis. How you doing, buddy? What's up, McKinnis? How you doing? What's up, Gabe? Good to, uh, good to chat with you. How are things? How was that, Montreal? Um, well, you know how Montreal was. <laughs> Man, you got you. <laughs> I was Montreal. I flew 6,000 miles, paid thousands of dollars to watch them lose. Um, but other than that, I had a good time. Uh, but that, that was quite a while ago, well, McKinnis. How was your like trip it. to Montreal? It was good, Gabe. Uh, unfortunately, we don't want to get too much into the politics of it, but I am still not allowed back into my own province until tomorrow, actually. So it's kind of been a too long extended vacation, and I'm in an area right now where I barely have any Internet connection and access to TV. So uh, this call with you is probably the bright spot of my week. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking forward to getting back into civilization tomorrow. I'm allowed to go back into my own province with uh, the whole isolation thing. But Montreal was amazing. Um, I actually ended up staying an extra night to be a part of the city um, for the last game. Unfortunately, that game didn't go how I wanted it to go. Uh, but it was just great to be a part of the atmosphere, something I didn't want to uh, miss out on. And I tried getting into the building, Gabe. I was throwing up some really good offers, these scalpers, but uh, they wouldn't listen, man. Uh, game, game, how much did uh, you go up to? Game four, I couldn't get any biters. Yeah, sorry. How much? Is, how, how much? How much? Because you know what? I wish I had a guy. You could have. I could have given you a number. I actually tweeted out the guy. Actually, I said, "If you need the number, I'll let you know." But how much were you willing to go up to? I was offering like twelve hundred, man. At one point, and closer to game time, it was getting. I thought it was going to get better, but it wasn't even getting better. Really, I mean, it, it was really disappointing. But uh, I got so That's lucky. Game, offer, we were right? outside. We were outside the Bell Center, and there's the huge crowd. What I went there to be a part of, just a bunch of other Canadian fans. And we took a big shot at that uh, really, like, two-story bar inside the Bell Center. And we literally went there at the end of the first intermission. And I guess they had those reservations made for that restaurant for weeks. So some people just didn't show up because they were down 2-0. So they just didn't show up, yeah. 3-0. So they just didn't show up. So we got lucky, and they were like, yeah, we have a table of six here for me. So it was amazing. Uh, ended up getting um, connected to go right back to that exact same place um, for the next game. So that was awesome. Um, but it, it was a great atmosphere. But uh, obviously, which we got a bit better result in the series, man. That's cool. So you're sort of in the building. You were in the bar in the building. <laughs> yeah, man. You were, yeah, well, honestly, sure. You were, Gabe, the thing is, man, I, uh, in my hometown, as you know, we have no uh, professional team. So, so I'm surrounded by, like, Ottawa Senators fans, Boston Bruins fans, Toronto Maple Leaf fans. None of my buddies or anybody really around me is a Habs fan. So from my perspective, it was just an amazing experience being around, like, hundreds and thousands and thousands of other, like, Canadian fans. And when they won, the streets were just insane. People are honking at you when you're walking on the streets, like, high-five me everywhere I go in my jersey. That's why I went there, man, to be a part of the atmosphere. <laughs> Andrew McKinnis uh, kicking it with us. Now, you were, listen, you were there for, you, you had a better night. I don't know if you had a better night. Like I said, I didn't have a good time. I had great seats. It was crazy, too, because I sort of, you know, I've been to a lot of places, and I sort of live it up and stuff. But I was looking at my phone the other day, and I was just flicking through something. I was looking for something. And I started seeing pictures that I took that night that I don't even remember taking. You know what I mean? Because just sort of like <laughs> casual. No, but not of me, but just casual things of. I took a shot of like Carey Price. I took a picture of the action once, and like I was like, right. oh, I, I didn't really like. You know, I took pictures of, you know, the national anthem. I actually have the video of the introduction and everything, national anthem. But it's so loud, it sounds like it's choppy and like, you know what I mean? But oh, it was great. I was I was right behind the net. The only thing is, I was right behind the net for Tampa's goals. McKinnis, yeah, talking about something that happened three weeks ago. <laughs> but now, poor McKinnis is still in quarantine. I don't even know why that's unbelievable. We are the first 24-hour network giving you the most extensive. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. So many sports, so many memories, so many players, so many teams, so many great matchups, so many possibilities. Now are you really going to pass all that up? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Welcome to the bullpen, Derek. Hello. Hi. Derek, uh, this indoor soccer is a new sport. Could you tell us something about it? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's, It's soccer played indoors, like in a hockey ring. Sort of soccer hockey. <laughs> Boy, that's an interesting combination. Well, what are the rules? I don't know, really. <laughs> I don't care. I see. How does your team look? Uh, mostly Venezuelan. Right. <laughs> the late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. Kicking it with Andrew McKenna. Said, yeah, you know, so. It's too bad, McKinnis. You know what the problem is, though? You, you know, it's a fair offer, 1200 bucks. Because, honestly, um, I got I used to be a scalper there, right? So I knew people. And plus, they like me from, like, my radio shows and stuff. They're happy that, like, you know, they remember. Ah, this guy used to be a scalper with us, right? Like, and stuff like that. So I got lucky. I got, like, I got, like, eighth row behind the net for 1500 bucks, And... It turned out they That's cut awesome, me a seven hundred. Yeah, they cut me a seven hundred dollar break because they were selling them. They were they wanted three thousand earlier in the day. And I remember in the morning he, he was trying to get three k, and then it was twenty five hundred, and then point blank he wouldn't go any lower than twenty two hundred because I ran into people that I was on a plane with, and they asked me. They said, "Oh, Marenzi, Marenzi, I know you can, can. Can you do you know anyone who can get tickets on St. Catherine Street?" And I said, "Yeah, I do." And I said, "I called the guy on my phone." And they they were willing to pay same what you, they were they wanted to pay twenty five hundred for two tickets, and uh, he told he told me no twenty two hundred minimum a ticket, and he basically said but I'll give them rents for twenty two hundred. See that's the thing kids everybody wants the cheaper tickets but there's only so many of those in the upper row bro for fifteen twelve hundred and that right I like. You can sort of have to snag those early. It, that was the downfall of that though, McKinnis. It's too bad. It wouldn't have changed the outcome of the series. Like, if there was more, more fans in a building, it wouldn't have changed anything. But at the same point in time, it's just too bad that a lot of fans couldn't get in, and it was sort of, you know, it, you know, it is, it is what it is. Just moving forward next year, I was thinking about that. I was like, well, at least everything will be normal again. And, you know. <laughs> won't have to pay $10,000 and mortgage your house to get into a <laughs> hockey game. Uh, game. That's crazy. You say you don't want to get political, but I will. I'll get political for you. Whoever the hell is in charge of your whatever, they're morons and should be voted out of office. Like, wait, not letting people in from what? What, are you coming back from North Korea? You come back from Montreal and you can't? Like, that's a pile of crap. Like, and that's the problem. With and that gives people like the anti-vaxxers and oh they're screwing with you to take your rights and all this stuff. It gives them ammo that stuff. You know what I mean? 
It's like whatever, dude. You're not coming from some dangerous so, place. So, Gabe, like there's a, it's ridiculous. If I had, if, if I had both vaccines, then I wouldn't have to isolate. But I only have one, so it changes. You're to a in seven the same day. country. So, That's none of their business. You're in. Exactly. You're in your country. Like this, you're not crossing it, a border. It, it because, there's no border. It's, it's because the. It's because the Maritimes has done so much better than like Quebec and Ontario because it's so small. They want to keep it that way. Because Montreal and Ontario have been such a, or Quebec and Ontario have been such a disaster. And where I'm from in the Maritimes has done such a fantastic job with it. They want to well, keep it no. so tight. But to me, it it's doesn't make any no sense. So I can be in New Brunswick right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, right. I mean, yeah, compared, c- compared to Ontario, you're right. I just find it so ridiculous that. I was just hanging out with a friend in New Brunswick the other day who was going to Halifax the day after. So he's allowed to be with me. I'm allowed to go walk around, go to dinner. I've been going to beaches every day. Like, you know what I mean? My girlfriend came to visit me here, but I can't go visit her. How does that make any sense to you? She can come visit me, but I can't go visit her. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. That's why I don't live where you live. <laughs> I don't want to be a cult, but... <laughs> but no, well, 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 Gabe, in my, def- in my defense, though, we were going to bars and patios way before anybody in Ontario or Quebec. We were allowed doing things. We were out and about. So that's one good thing, you know, less people, but less uh, spreading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that big Will in Toronto is like, hey, I shot up. You guys did a great job. Like I said, there's no one there. Like, people have fires. No, but that's the problem. That, that was always the problem with COVID, where it's true. Like, you know what I mean? COVID wasn't running rapid in Oklahoma. Like, it wasn't. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no people. There's people, but they're spread out. And, like, you know, in certain places and farmlands and stuff like that. Like, New York was a good example of that. Like, basically, like, New York City, obviously, was, it was, like, it was COVID central, New York City. Of course, I was right in the middle of it. So, it was COVID central. And the governor of New York had the same rules for, like, people in, in Lake Placid. Lake Placid's a little town in the mountains. There's no one there. Like, they didn't have COVID. You know, a couple of guys, you know, whatever. Like, it wasn't, but they had to shut down. Oh, statewide. And it's like, really? Like, you know, have a little common sense here. I mean, yeah, you're in the same state, but these people are 1,400 miles away, and they don't, it's not the same in the Adirondacks as it is outside of Times Square. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. use your head. Absolutely. Like, these, you know, but politicians, politicians are idiots. I'm a huge numbers guy, Gabe, and so I love following that stuff, so I'm with you about that completely. The only thing that made me mad about, about probably about like eight months ago was that even though you're right, I live in a small place compared to a lot of people, and like you know I love where I'm from, but the only thing that made me mad is that guess where, guess where all the cases that we had were coming from? It was people that are from here taking business trips to Ontario and then bringing it back to us, right? There was no community spread. Because like you said, we don't have that many people here. It's a small town, the Far East Coast. The only way we were even getting the virus was off people taking business trips or vacations, coming back and then not isolating, and then spreading it around. So because of that happening, our government's been so strict, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I told you I didn't want to get into it, but we're already into it. I think this is absolutely absurd. I was just in Montreal. I have one dose of the vaccine and yet I can't even go uh, back to my home with my girlfriend, and I can't even be in my office right now talking with you. I have to be, you know, in the middle of nowhere at a cottage. If I want to let off my steam, there it is, because I I just think it's ridiculous. But hey, you know what, Life could be a lot worse. (laughs) You know what, though, Gabe? Life could be a lot worse right now. Life could be a lot worse. Is this a recorded conversation? Am I talking to a tape? I know. Life could be I heard you the first time, maybe three times. I'm like, wow, is this, is, am I talking to, a, uh, talking to a, uh, a clone, a robot? But, hey, listen, you're hardcore. <laughs> you know I mean, you knew you, knew you were going to go through that, so you're hardcore. Uh, I went through, I had to fly around and stuff, and my plane was delayed five hours once, which didn't make me very happy, I got to tell you. Uh, the worst, the best, I didn't tell people, too, when I got to the airport in Montreal, 
I always do that. I'm usually calm, but when I get off the plane, I started to get mad. So um, I get off the plane in Montreal, and I didn't mean to do it, but I had my bag over my shoulder, and these poor ladies were standing there like at the sort of you come out, but they work for the airline. And I looked up, and I said, what time is it? And they told me the time, and I said, ah. I said, that's just great, huh? I said, we're supposed to be here at 7.30, and it's 1 in the morning. They said, oh, that's just great. And I said, some airline you guys got here. And my bag hit the electric door, man, that people were walking through. <laughs> so, and the thing is, it closed on everyone after. So, like, it looked like I did it in a rage. Like, I smashed my back, and I realized, I was like, God, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't, I didn't mean to do that, actually. Like, I was like, oh, God. So I sort of said, hey, hey, hey. The lady just gives me a dirty look and puts the door back. I was like, all right, I better get out of this airport. Uh, I better get out of this You're airport before I start muffing off too much. Yeah, for five hours. Literally. Seven hours. Five, six, six and a half hours. Because even when I got on the plane, we sat there forever. Yeah, it was literally like, uh, yeah, whatever. No, no, you know, listen. If you travel, you will get screwed. It's as simple as that. Like, you can never... Dude, that's why, McKinnis, I flew the day before. You know what I mean? Like, I could have taken a plane ride earlier Friday morning. And, oh, yeah, I'm going to arrive in Montreal at 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, will I? Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't... Anytime, this is a lesson for anybody out there that ever travels and you got important things for real. Like there's a rule in the band Kiss. They have, they, you know, they fly their own charter and stuff, but the thing is, sometimes a guy will be in another city and they got to meet in the show. All right, we're playing in Detroit. You got to get there. They have a rule. If you're going to fly commercial, you must fly the day before. You can't like say, oh, I'm going to get a flight the morning of the show. Because you fly commercial, bro, and it's not anything gonna happen with you. Anything gonna happen, uh, McKinnis? You know what I'm saying? I've been delayed, no. and man, me and Cam got delayed once in Philadelphia for like 17 hours. God, did we get drunk? Like we really just got hammered, like drunk, drunk. Like I remember just being like, I like honestly, like I remember stumbling out of the hotel, out of the bar in the airport in Philadelphia. We watched like Monday night football, late basketball. We were there until it closed. And I remember just sort of like falling face first, like on a carpet in Philadelphia, me and Kim. Cool, boom. <laughs> Woke up in the morning. We're like, are we out of here yet? And they're like, yeah, the snowstorm's nearly done in six hours. Like, like uh, if you travel, you're going to get screwed. So, what are you doing? Uh, listen, we got a break coming up in a minute, actually, McKinnis. Then after we'll get into the NBA Finals. Are you already capping the? Um, are you capping the um, the CFL yet? Have you began your team previews yet, McKinnis? Yeah, I can't wait, uh, Gabe. I've been looking into it pretty much uh, over the past week and uh, looking into all the teams, quarterbacks, and the schedule. So it's gonna be great. I have a few uh, futures for you. All right, good stuff. Andrew McKinnis kicking with us on the other side. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. He's in the. I was blind, but now I see. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. 
there's only ever been one thing in your life that's been there for you. It's meant memories, family, friends. And yeah, we'll say it. Fun. Welcome to your home for talking sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. So what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. But why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball. Late night anger management class. Andrew McKinnis joining us uh, from the cottage. I don't know where the hell he is, but uh, like I said, got to watch out. Sounds like he's on a police, like, walkie-talkie or something. Every time. <laughs> it's going, no internet. Well, we appreciate him joining us. You know what? I was just saying I hate the woods. I don't like it out there. And I've been out there. I know where you are. I got a band member that lives out there, man. He lives in, like, uh, I think he lives in Hampton, New Brunswick, or Sackville, or one of these. Like, dude, he's got a place. Like, he could kill you, and no one will ever know, bro. Like, I don't like it up there. I don't like going to places that if you disappear, like, you're never coming back. And the guy in my band, the guitar, the guitarist in my band is so, like, can be annoying sometimes. He's chilled out recently, but he can really, like, start, like, he complains, he bitches. And they actually brought him out to this place in the woods and left him there for, like, three days. Because he was complaining about everything. They said, listen, we got your own place. He goes, oh, that'd be great. And he didn't know. They left him. He's like panicked. He called me. He's like, dude. He goes, there's like bears, man. And he goes, I don't know. There's like, I think there's going to be like a serial killer out here. Like, he was all scared. Call it. Come pick me up. I don't like it out here. <laughs> like, like, I don't like it out there early. And I told the story before. I was in the woods in Portugal. And... Um, it was like this wooded area and stuff. I got lost. I didn't get lost. I got, I got dropped off, basically. I was staying in this hotel, all right? And I got dropped off, like, on the wrong side. Like, I don't even remember where, how I got there. I was, I was hammered. Like, I was partying or whatever. So I ended up in the woods behind this hotel, and I didn't, like, trip over her, but pretty close. I basically found a dead hooker in the woods. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Like, so I look down and I'm like, I sort of do a double take and I'm like, oh God. And I'm like, and first thing I think is like, why me, man? Poor lady. It's a boy, her. She's the victim. But I'm like, I look and then I think, I'm like, oh my God, I'm in a foreign country <laughs> and I'm around a dead body. And I, I started to panic. I was like, I was like, what do I do? Like, I actually, like, I stopped for a minute. I got out of the wooded area, and I got to the hotel, and I was outside in the lobby, and I still had a drink. I remember I still had the drink, and I remember I crushed the drink. I was like, and I was like, I was like, all right. I was like, if I don't say anything, I said, I'm going to be a suspect. I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like, but I don't want to, like, I don't want any part of this. Like, you know what I mean? So I went into the lobby. I went up. I went up to the desk, and they're like, hello, sir. And I told the guy, I'm like, listen, I'm staying in room whatever. I told him, I'm a guest here, staying in the room. And I said, we, there's a dead body, man, in the wooded area, like behind the tennis courts out there. And he's like, what? And he goes, you've got to take us there. And I'm like, I was like, uh, like really wasn't it. So I was like, I was like, oh. So I went, and I went to the wooded area, and I pointed, and then they were like, all right, all right we're going to call the police. And I was saying, and then they were like, you know, what room are you in and stuff? And I'm like, oh, God, now it begins. And I was like, now it begins. And my mother was there, and I told my mother. I said, yeah, listen, Bob, I just saw a dead hooker, and not a cops are on the way. And she goes, only you, eh? Somehow she goes, you're like, why? Like, what happened? I'm like, and I told her, I said, I just, I said, I came through the back, and like, you know? And uh, whatever. Turned out there was like, what it was common. Yeah, it turned out it was common. Like, uh, I didn't get into it. Like, the cops were like, yeah, yeah. They basically said a lot of hookers get tossed in the woods here. And uh, you can't make this up. Hey, this That's horrible, wrap it up. man. Yeah, you can't wrap it up. All right, you can't make it up. But it was, it was Easter. And 
they take Easter seriously in Portugal, right? Like they have like they have Christ like on a cross, like for real, nailed and like bleeding and stuff. Like they're hardcore. Like uh, and they had like an Easter egg treasure hunt going on. I swear to God, for kids. And it's Europe, so it's a little bit different. They put a tent up around the body, <laughs> so they like took the trees away and they put a tent up. And there were like investigators coming in and out of the tent. Meanwhile, a bunch of kids were running around like 50 feet away looking for Easter eggs at a five-star hotel in Lisbon. You know, only me, huh? It'll be in the book. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have a picture. Someone showed me a picture the other day of me playing tennis there. I remember it was the tennis court. I was playing tennis. Uh, all right, so what do you think of the game tomorrow, the NBA Finals, McKinnis? Yeah, Gabe, well, you know, I was listening to what you were saying before I came on about the Bucks, and, uh, you know, I think it's interesting because you, you look at it in so many different sports, how some teams just have to learn to, like, kind of go through the battle and uh, go through the tough losses until they make it there. And to kind of expand on your point, it's really a tale of two different cases here with the Suns and the Bucks, because, as you mentioned, uh, with the Bucks having the lead against the Raptors, the Bucks being, you know, a good team for the past several years, and then the Suns, the difference between their team from last year to this year, it's definitely a tale of two different tapes. You know, um, one team has kind of been through it before. They, they've kind of had to go through the loss. And now the Suns are kind of just the big story. And you mentioned that they had some injury help along the way. But I, I think, honestly, I think, you know, the way that the betting world is transitioning, Gabe, and I know you, you're a big prop guy, I think tomorrow I'm loading up on the props for, uh, for the Suns. Give me D. Booker for a bounce back. Uh, give me Aiden on his rebounds. That's where I'm looking. I'm looking to isolate that. I mean, these prop bets, they cash the exact same amount of money as the, you know, the side bets and the total bets do. And that's where I'm going for tomorrow, looking at some prop bets. All right. So I've been doing well. I've been doing well with the, uh, the props as well in this. And I'm sort of zigging and zagging around. I've been picking on Devin Booker. All right. And, you know, I, I, you take Giannis over, he gets to over his number. He's killing it. But I've been picking on Devin Booker. So who are you looking at specifically tomorrow? Like, I went under Booker in the first game. All right, it was 28 and a half in game one in Phoenix. He scored 27 points. In game two, I didn't take the, I didn't touch his total. I was like, you know what? I think Booker will be a little bit better, even though he was good with the 27, and he did. He went off for like 30. All right, game three, I was like, he's going to struggle big time on the road. No way he gets to 28 and a half. So I took the under. He scored 10 points. Like, so, who are you playing? What do you think about Booker, and who, who catches your eye with the props? Well, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the, the battle of the paint, and I, I'm a really big believer in that, you know, it's kind of like, say, defense wins championships. I think def- uh, championships are won in the paint a lot in basketball, even though three-point shooting has kind of taken over. I'm looking at DeAndre Ayton, uh, points, rebounds, and assists, and uh, people's book don't offer that. Just going to isolate his rebounds. You know, I understand there's some big guys on the other side, but he's going to be a lot more conservative, stay below the bucket, and try and uh, dominate the board. So I'm looking at him to make a difference. Uh, and I just think the pick and roll uh, is going to have to be crucial with him. It'll have to be a huge factor. Uh, but some of the secondary guys as well, look at some three point props potentially, but I'm still diving into it. But, you know, Gabe, I got to ask you a question, though. Uh, we, see, uh, we see Giannis drop back to back huge games. I always say that depth is my favorite word in sports. Um, you know, are they going to win without him doing that? Uh, who's the guy that you think has to continue to step up for the Bucks for them to be successful? Well, the Bucks have been pretty successful, um, as it is, without Middleton lighting it up offensively. I think, you know, listen, they need Middleton to give him a little bit more on offense. But Middleton's making plays. He's, you know, he's been playing good defense. He's hitting, you know, shots still. But to me, that's a guy. But I talked about it earlier, Andrew, and to me, the big, the big swing here is Phoenix's lack of size in the paint. And they, they have to go small, and it creates a matchup problem for them. I think it's a seven-game series. I think Milwaukee can win. I'm taking Milwaukee to win the finals here. I'm taking them at plus 220. Um, I'm taking Giannis at plus 220. I'd rather that at plus 220 than, uh, than uh, the Bucks at plus 200. I might as well get the extra 20 cents. But I think that's the matchup. But Middleton's the guy. Middle, and look, so d- d- these are the numbers for tomorrow. Devin Booker, 27 and a half. Booker scored 10 points the other night. 
over. Even if Booker's, yeah, no, but even if Booker's better, which I think he will be, Booker's not dropping 28 tomorrow. Booker might get 24, even if he has a really good night, 26, 27. I don't think he's getting a 29. Like, I think we're going to have more of the same uh, tomorrow. I think Milwaukee are going to beat him again. Uh, and I think, I, you know, I could be wrong. Everyone thinks it's going to be a lot closer. But I think McKinnis, things will go wrong for Phoenix again. And it'll be, well, whatever. It's 2-2 two, 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 and we're going back home. It's good. They're going to have one of those moments, I think, personally. You know, that's, that's my own personal belief. But these are the numbers, guys. And McKinnis, if you like something, let me know. But I'll, I'll tell these are the numbers for tomorrow. Devin Booker over under 27 and a half. I'll go under. Chris Paul, 21 and a half. I don't mess with him. He scores right around that all the time. DeAndre Ayton, 16 and a half. I would lean with the over, but I don't love it. Mikhail Bridges is over under 11 and a half. Jay Crowder is over under 10 and a half. Giannis started at 27 and a half in game one. Now he's all the way up to 34 and a half. Crowder could be a guy to look for tomorrow, Gabe. Crowder could be a guy. It's a low number. I know a few people that have been isolating those guys that don't have the big 27s. They have, you know, 10s and 15s. Crowder could be a guy that needs to be uh, crucial for them. And um, I, I think that he could step up, and that's a pretty low number, man. I love, I love the low numbers. Uh, you know, we'll get up. Uh, let's get uh, Crowder's. Uh, let's get uh, Crowder's. Uh, Crowder's box scores up here. No, but I love the low numbers. And listen. I want to see here with T.J. Ford. They don't adjust it, uh, T.J. Ford, P.J. Tucker. I don't know why I call him T.J. Ford, former Raptor. I was thinking about him earlier. Uh, you know That's why? They're both Texas Longhorn. Name, Gabe. Yeah, well, they're both. Well, I was ripping Chris Bosh earlier in the day. And also, T.J. Ford is also a Texas Longhorn. So is P.J. Tucker. <laughs> That's why they're all buddies. Kevin Durant, P.J. Tucker, T.J. Ford, uh, Royale Ivy, and I was buddies with Royale Ivy, and you know the Longhorn guys are all tight. So P.J. Tucker is five and a half. He's gone over four and a half in six straight games. They finally moved it. They left Pat Connington at seven and a half. He's a good one, McKinnis. Pat Connington over seven and a half. He'll go over to seven and a half, and man, they finally moved P.J. Tucker. Huh? It was free money. At four and a half, but now they made a five and a half. He sometimes only gets to five, but it's plus 112 uh, right now. Cameron Johnson is eight and a half. Cameron Payne is six and a half. Let's see some of the lower ones, and uh, that's it. What are your thoughts they on uh, campaign tomorrow, Gabe? I, you know, people are, people are thinking it's going to have to be Devin Booker, and, and you mentioned it yourself. You don't think he'll get that high number that his point total set at. So where do the rest of them come from? And we see these in, incredibly low numbers. Well, I shouldn't say low numbers because they've been there before, but for these other players surrounding the team, and everybody can't stop talking about just this bounce-back ability and how many points can D-Book put up. But I, I really do think if Phoenix is successful in this series, which I think they will be, I bet them today to win in six and the series to be over in six, um, I think they will get some help from the supporting cast. I but think as, as far I as the th- rebounds go too, Gabe. Well, rebounds got to nice be a props, play. But, but let me tell you, McKinnis. Well, it seems like you're really heavily sent all the Phoenix guys, but guys like Cameron Payne and and these other these role players, bro. Look, Cameron Payne had seven points. He's had ten points, two points, and seven points. Right in the series, role players play better at home. I don't trust these type of guy campaigns on the road. More McKinnis on the side. We'll wrap it up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free. Shopify.com slash podcast free. We were talking about Vladimir Guerrero's baseball earlier. Vladimir Guerrero uh, autographed, authenticated rookie cards have tripled tonight. The price of Vladimir Guerrero merch has tripled. Wow. (laughs) I just got a tweet from somebody who just said, oh, my God, I wish I bought more. He only bought two of them. Um, He's got them in the cases there. You believe that? They tripled tonight. The value on Vlad Guerrero. I'm telling you, I've never been a big signed stuff guy. I know, crazy. I'm a kiddos. I just ordered a, um, you know, we're building a new set for football season coming. And I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. You only live once. So I ordered a Josh Allen autographed helmet, full size. So I got a Josh Allen autographed helmet coming. And I'm thinking he could be MVP. And I got a Kyler Murray autographed helmet too. And Kyler Murray's career is going to take off. And you know, you'll like this, McKinnis. Uh, you can get it too, actually. I'm not like, oh, I'm the only one with it. Uh, I got uh, Cole Caulfield. It's a picture of Cole Caulfield's first ever goal in the NHL, autographed, authenticated and autographed, his first ever goal. And it has the date and stuff. So Cole Caulfield, 426-121, first goal That's scored in NHL. Yeah, it was like 90 bucks uh, for that. Cole Caulfield signed a deal with that company, Fanatics. So if you go to their website, uh, it's all Cole Caulfield uh, official merch there. His his sign stuff. Carey Price is hard to find. Carey Price doesn't sign stuff. But, I'm, you know, McKinnis, we'll do the CFL next week, buddy. But I'm fired up. We're, we're a little more than three weeks away. It starts in three Thursdays. We're three weeks away. NFL preseason, CFL regular season. And it just sounds good even just saying it out loud that, you know, I'm thinking my future picks, Calgary Stampeders versus the Montreal Alouettes in the Great Cup, McKinnis. What do you think about that, buddy? The Alouettes were close last year, man. I'm actually a Montreal Alouettes fan. I think they have a lot of hope this year. But I'll tell you what. I'm looking at the Edmonton Elks, the name change. Edmonton Elks plus 850. That price is ridiculous. They have lots of chemistry. They got a new coach, and the coach is familiar with the receivers and the quarterback. Give me the Elks plus 850. Uh, uh, suck, suck it. I, I don't like the Elks. No, nothing personal. I'm going to see the BC Lions and Elks play. Go Lions. Great stop, McKenna. Stay safe in the woods. You're listening to the sports. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.